0: The rapture may not be physical the way we've all thought and been told and taught and really been raised with. If you are a Bible reader or you've ever been to church, you may have heard of the rapture. But today I'm going to share something very, very unique about the rapture and the idea that it may not be physical, but that there also may be a physical one. And so... Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. If you're brand new here, this is a very open-minded community. We are dedicated to seeking the authentic reality behind the matrix and uh, that's what we do here every day. I'm Cub Cooker. If you want to check out my artwork, if you like my artwork in the background at any given point, I put them on t-shirts. We have uh, notebooks, we have tapestries and posters of a lot of my artwork over on cubcooker.me. You can also get my book, God-Given Gifts of Brilliance, over there if you like uh, my particular brand of thinking and uh, you want to dive deeper into who you are and what your spiritual gifts might be. Uh, that's the perfect book for you. It's about a five-hour audiobook, and i walk you through a lot of different biblical concepts. Uh, Within an open-minded view, it is a Christ-centered walk through uh, your spiritual ascension and success, and it is fantastic. I personally listen to it myself and keep learning as I listen to it. So, uh, Evan Rote says, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Hope you're having a beautiful day. I don't know why my microphone keeps wanting to move up and down today, but it's ready to ascend too, so... Getting into the study today, I want to talk about the idea of rapture. Now, I'm going to preface this like I do every episode. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm not telling you I'm right. I'm telling you I may have found something. I'm telling you this is something that inspires me. I'm telling you these are things I think about. So always do your own research. Go down your own rabbit holes. um, And welcome to the community because we have some awesome discussions here. So, Uh, let's see. Uh, Barb says, good morning. I look forward to you every day. Thank you so much, Barb. I really appreciate that. Um, SJ says, check out the parable of the wheat and the tares. Yes. We're actually going to talk about that today. Um, let's see, um, any other, okay, cool. So as we get into it, I do let's, let's talk about the name of Christ. We know that Christ, and we've talked a lot about, and I call him Christ, by the way, and there's a reason I call him Christ. Uh, I call him Christ because I believe he came to make Christ's, not make a church, not make a religion, not make whatever. Uh, but I believe he came for everyone, every race, every faith, every orientation, every belief system, every man, woman, and child on the earth. In fact, all of creation. I don't even think he came just for humanity. I think he came to uh, return all created beings back to God. And so I have a very universal view of the Christ. And I also believe that he's been present in other timelines, other cultures. And I think a lot of what we get lost in in our Western theology is the idea that he is He came to fulfill the Hebrew prophecies like that's what he came for. Uh, Did he fulfill them? Absolutely. And he fulfilled like over 300 of them. But I have to wonder how many more prophecies did he fulfill in other cultures that we just never hear of here in the West or have never been written down or have been passed down through oral tradition? because we want to compartmentalize everything and we want to look at scripture and go he's coming back he's coming on a cloud he's going to come and physically rapture us we're getting new bodies this thing is going to happen that is what the modern evangelical church teaches and I'm not here to argue against that but rather offer a different point of view and the point of view I'm going to offer today I'm sure will get me lots of interesting comments but I have to offer it because it's a thing that I think about often And I want uh, to have that honest conversation with everyone. So, um, on the return, at which point it takes place, and of course the fact uh, his kingdom is in spirit. Yes, SJ, absolutely. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I see a very conflicting doctrine running through the canonized Bible. And in fact, even other extra biblical texts, you know, even Enoch, you have to question Enoch is an incredible book that, is, that has unlocked a ton of my consciousness. It, is, it has unlocked a lot of thought processes and enlightenments within me. However, you have to question, was Enoch not just taken up in an UFO, in a craft, in a higher intelligence and, and shown things? Because no one can stand before God because God is within all of us. Christ spoke of his Father in spirit. He was very specific. Now, there are some verses that kind of argue with that. But but again, I go with the presumption that, you know, the canonized Bible has been, you know, trimmed and edited and, and even tweaked to kind of get the message across for certain leaders throughout history. Not being like, uh, you know, conspiracy theory type thing but um but i think it's just true i mean look at any book we have you can't even look at a textbook for school without it getting changed year to year to year as understanding changes or uh you know certain movements are created um you know you're gonna have editing of it so uh let's see i think that is straight blasphemy hey and you're totally entitled to your opinion that's one thing we just welcome everybody here and so stick around um maybe we'll all learn something through this episode i don't have a huge thing of notes when i do these episodes i i go for it i let god speak i let the community speak i let the scripture speak and we just kind of do this together especially in the morning show the afternoon show i try to come at it with a little bit more preparedness cuz i have the day to uh prepare for it but the morning we've got some interesting uh revelations happening in the morning here so Enoch was before Christ. Absolutely. Yes, he was. Um, In fact, might he have been a a Christ, an incarnation of a Christ? Uh, In fact, might you be an incarnation of a Christ? Might I be an incarnation of a Christ? Uh, And so that's what I talk about. That's why I talk about the Christ. But today I want to talk about, because I saw a video this morning on TikTok, and they were talking about Yahusha. Because the Hebrew Roots Movement is big right now. Let me get the microphone closer so you guys can hear. Uh, The Hebrew Roots Movement is big right now. And soups respect to the Hebrew Roots Movement, by the way. Uh, Not trying to shake anyone here. Just, again, give you another side of this coin to look at, to consider. So I looked up what Yahusha comes from. And um, basically, it's a combination of uh, Yesha... And Yeshua, which you probably heard Yeshua. Yeshua said this, Yeshua said that. So Yeshua uh, is from the Strong's 3091, and it means he will save. And then if you look at uh, Yesha, it means uh, liberty, deliverance, and prosperity. Something I've been learning is the names in the Bible mean things you have Rachel and Leah and Leah he was obligated to but he loved Rachel L El, Elion Yahweh and then you have Yesha and I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation on this so forgive me I'm I'm from West Texas so um but why? Because that, that challenged me this morning. <clears throat> because you hear that he has Yah in his name, the way it would have been pronounced back then. Because they were looking for him to fulfill those specific prophecies around their God, Yahweh. I suspect, and I don't, I am not a, a linguist when it comes to understanding all of these root words, but I do suspect that there might be a hidden meaning there. And this is just my thought this morning that I'm sharing. Again, this is not like, you know, gospel. This is my thought. I suspect there might be something to the fact that he is not only liberty and deliverance, but it's not maybe through Yahweh, but from from Yahweh. But from Yahweh. And that's what I'm talking about today, guys. This is challenging. This is blasphemy. Sure, you want to call it that. Um, I'm, I'm done worrying about God judging me for what I'm speaking and trying to find the truth in all things because, because he loves people that question and seek and go within and dig deeply and genuinely to find him and not just buy what is on the page, not just buy what is in the pew, not just buy what a pastor says, But someone who says, you know what? The most important thing in my life is finding, understanding, and activating God within me. And that's exactly what I'm talking about today. And that's going to challenge everything we think we know about the idea of a rapture. And I'm going to get into that. Sorry if it's lagging. Um, I promise the restream won't lag. Um, It does a really good job of encoding and recording. And then when I upload it again, You guys can watch it on my Facebook, my YouTube, or you can listen on the podcast. Sometimes TikTok, if there's a lot of people streaming, it does seem to lag. So I apologize about that. Um, Let's see. Did God say he created UFOs? So yeah, I would believe that they are created beings just like God. Maybe even sons of God. maybe even sons of God or what we in ancient times would call sons of God or angels or even the gods in certain cultures. Um, and so, yeah, I believe those are created beings. Uh, dude, you're so right. Uh, and this is happening right now. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, is the rapture metaphysical? Yeah, that's what I'm going to get into. This is super interesting stuff, guys. So, um, I think there's going to be a physical rapture, and I think that that is part of the deception talked about in Revelation. Before I get into this, please know that I'm not here to like, I don't want to be a stumbling block for anyone. Again, do your own research and find that truth. Like, God will show you the path if you seek it with everything you are. Like, he said to go home. He told the man, go home, sell everything, follow me. And I've done that in my life. I've given up everything I've given up, even my integrity to do this thing that I'm doing. I used to be like a business person in my my community and uh, run a marketing firm and try to be very professional and uh, you know have the same you know biblical beliefs that everybody else does. and I'm telling you guys, when you start seeking the authentic reality the made reality, the matrix starts to flicker before you and you start to see through it and you start to see these common threads around you. And again, not bringing any kind of woo-woo theories here. I'm just sharing how I see it and you have to make up your own decision. So, so that's where, because that is an argument that a lot of people are going to bring here is go, well, no, he is Shua, Like he's, he's connected to Yahweh. He is Yahweh's child. Guys, if you look at Yahweh in the Old Testament, I think we have to have a huge amount of faith to try to think that this thing that descends in fire and smoke unalives millions of people, including children and animals, requires us to follow this unattainable letter of doctrine and the old law that does not save. And then we try to buy that he loves us somehow and sent his son to ransom us from himself. I'm sorry, but I call BS on that. And I think that that's insane. That's just my friend. Uh, That's just my opinion. Sorry. Uh, I asked my Israeli friend, I'm super ADD. And if I read something, I say it. So my apologies. Uh, I asked my Israeli friend, you said uh, it's actually pronounced Yahovah. Okay, yeah, I can see that for sure, uh, and that's that's probably where, and I'm, I know it is where we get you know Jehovah from. Um, so you know all of these languages and stuff have kind of you know changed it, but all of that is tied to the Yahweh idea that Yahweh is the Most High God, and I just don't see it. I don't see it now, unless the Most High God is sending like an angel of God, which we see that in some places. And we see that that thing is definitely extraterrestrial type technology. Um, but I, I gotta say, like, I just don't see that the Yahweh character, you know, go to Job, read Job. Um, there's three different entities in Job. There is the most high God, there is Yahweh, and there is the Satan, Hasatan. Um, Hasatan and Yahweh are making a deal talking about Job. Um, and they they even say, you know, he loves the Most High God. He loves Elohim. And a lot of people argue and say, well, Elohim and Yahweh are interchangeable. Yahweh Elohim is just the proper pronunciation of the God of Israel. But again, if you look at it as Elohim is the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, or Father, Mother, Son, the divine creative family that are The universe those three elements are the universe they are everything inside of us all the metaphysical all the physical is only animated because of the vibrations of that and these entities what i believe put all that matter together so that we saw this matrix and that we suffer in this matrix and that we are under their law and under their dominion here and christ came to say hey no You're not, by the way. You have complete authority over that matrix code because you are a son and daughter of the Most High God. And so that's what I'm getting into today. So understanding that kind of bubble of thinking, and if you're tracking with me on that, great. If you're not, keep coming back. Maybe, you know, we'll all kind of get on the same wavelength. Maybe not, and that's fine. Uh, Again, I'm not here to... Tell anyone that I'm right. I'm just sharing my thinking. So we're going to look at the rapture today. One of the key verses used as rapture theory is coming from Matthew 24, 40. It says, two men will be in the field, one will be taken, and the other one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and the other one left. So when we get into that you kind of have this image that one of them's like beamed up, right? Like beam me up, Scotty. Then that verse goes on in, in verse 42, uh, chapter 24, verse 42 in Matthew. And it says, therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have left his let his house be broken into. So you must also be ready because the son of man will come in an hour when you do not expect him. Now, if we track this as a linear thought from beginning to end, then we think this is all talking about the son of man. But why would he use the allusion as in he's alluding to the idea that there is a thief somewhere in there? So I read this verse two ways. Two men are working a field. One of them's beamed up. The other one's left. Which one is the child of God? The one that was left or the one that was taken? We don't know. And in fact, there's clues both to both ways to understand this. But I think I did find something really interesting in this text that we have to have to check out. So... This will blow y'all's mind. Check this out. Okay. Getting into the Greek. Let's look at the Strongs on this. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken. And the word will be taken is para lombanati. It's from Strongs 3880. And it says to receive near, associate with oneself to assume an office or to learn that doesn't sound like like whoosh, beaming up, right? Okay. That sounds like you'll receive Christ near. That sounds like you'll associate Christ with yourself. That sounds like he will assume an office within your being. And then on the flip side, one might not be there because then it goes on and it says that there are ones that are left. Okay, so now we get over here. Keep watch. You do not know on what day your Lord will come. So he's saying your Lord. Who is your Lord? Is your Lord that or is your Lord that? And that's the question that I'm here to ask today, guys. What Lord do we serve? Are we serving the Lord of the air? The Lord of the mountain? The Lord of the sacrifice? Are we serving the Lord of spirit? Are we serving the Father? Are we serving the Father of Christ? Are we becoming Christ's? So, reading Escaping from Eden currently. Ooh, I have not read that. That sounds really good though um hell can only exist in your mind evil ones take uh are aliens taken uh nice i didn't know thank you very much uh oak says born again no aliens are just other life forms from other planets uh no more no less well oak have you read the book of enoch have you read ezekiel have you read uh anything with elijah in it uh, have you read about the Nephilim? Have you looked into Egyptian mythologies? Have you looked into the Sumerian tablets? Have you looked into the Anunnaki? Um, we've obviously worshipped these things historically as gods. So I'm not saying they are, but I'm saying they're certainly divine in some manner, but not in the divinity that Christ came and talked about, um, So let's see. Um, So my idea behind this is like, you've got two men working in the field or two women at the grindstone, you know, I mean, flash forward to 2022, you know uh, you got two men at the barbecue and two women in the kitchen, you know, preparing, you know, the salad and rolls and everything. You're going to have this big barbecue. Uh, You know, not a lot of us work fields anymore, or grindstones. So I'm just saying that. Uh, But, You got to put that imagery here and then it's like, you're taken. Again, what is that taken? That taken is to associate with oneself. Associate with oneself. He assumes an office. And figuratively, it means to learn. And I'm telling you guys, I was raptured in 2020 he says that the kingdom of god christ said the kingdom of god happens like lightning from the east to the west he said it does not come with visible signs he says the kingdom of god is within you and he said my father is in spirit and he must be worshipped in spirit and in truth does that sound like the extraterrestrial coming in the sky everyone's physically seeing it god or is there something else going on here guys and that's all i want to ask today i think it's so important to just ask the question ask better questions we can buy what's on the page or we can look at the root words we can look at the mythologies and we can look at actually what christ said i can tell you the quantum truth absolutely Absolutely. Quantum theory, quantum entanglement, the slit experiment, um, string theory, all of that tells a much different story than what we've understood historically. Um, let's see. The creator is a brilliant, is brilliant beyond men. You guys that come in here and say, you know, uh, one-on-one talk with me. I'll answer everything. I know everything. That's the first mistake I've ever made. I don't know everything, guys. That's the only reason I'm here. That's the only reason I have this channel. That's the only reason you guys keep coming back. I don't know, and we're all figuring it out together. And I'm telling you, once you know something, there's a difference between knowing and gnosis. Gnosis is when you add pieces to your bigger picture because your mind will never understand everything. But the consciousness does. And a lot of people think that they know everything. Christ was the fullness of the logos of God on the earth. Yet he still went into the temples. He learned every bit of the law. He learned every bit of the old ways. And he brought a new one and he refuted those old ways the entire time. And then people argue and they say, oh, wait a minute. No, he, he said that. You know, he didn't come to replace the law, but to fulfill it. Yeah, he did, because the law was the law of this matrix built by the extraterrestrial gods. And he had to fulfill it so that legally within the heavenly realms, he could actually unlock our being back to God. And that's why my wife asked me 10 years ago, why do you not pray to Jesus? She's Catholic. She's like you. You always talk to God and about God. And she said, "I sounded very Jewish in that." She's like, "Do you not believe in Christ?" You know. And I was like, "No, oh, absolutely, I do." I didn't understand it all then. By the way, I didn't even have near the understanding I do now. And, um. You know, I said, "Well, if Christ's sacrifice was sufficient, then can we not go straight to God?" She was like, "Hmm." Interesting. Uh, Robert, he says, no one has all the answers. You have theories. Hey, we all have theories, right? We all have theories. Everything starts with a theory. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of people out there right now, they don't even have a theory. They just have have a doctrine. They have a dogma. They have someone telling them what to do that's only being puppeted by someone else. Anyway. Uh, lots of interesting comments today. Um not tracking with all of them, but let's see. Um, be careful what you believe. That's how it will be for you. Yes, absolutely. Like we create our own realities. We're co-creators with God. And so if you think it and you believe it long enough, it'll happen. That's what I believe. The way you see the world is how the world is. You see the world full of abundance and light and opportunity. You see that you're a spiritual being. You see that you can actually help others. You can actually uh, be Christ on the earth. Then you can. You see that the world is full of shortages, scarcity, anger and resentment, duality. You're going to see it. And you're going to experience it, by the way. This may be off topic, but do you believe in a multiverse? That's funny that you said uh, this may be off topic, but a lot of these are off topic today. So uh, that one's actually more on topic than a lot of the other questions I've gotten this morning. So um, yes, I believe in a multiverse. I believe that everything is kind of this vibrating, expanding consciousness and that What we perceive as like the end of an age or whatever is just a tightening of that consciousness and a collection of all that energy back into the consciousness, which we're a part of, by the way. Um, And then all consciousness has the ability to decide uh, which consciousness they want to join. Do they want to join what they see physically? Or do they want to join what they experience and find truth within? And that's absolutely... um, that's absolutely what I, what I experience personally. So let's see, uh, be blessed and be your true self. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, somebody said, do you make a distinction between Jesus and aliens? Let me find that comment. I want to make sure I answer it correctly. Uh, what is the distinction slash association between aliens and Jesus? Okay. Get a little more coffee there get fueled up here. So a lot of what was experienced with Jesus, like you see the transfiguration and everything, that can be deemed as very, very extraterrestrial. But was it potentially the transmission of his light body into the spiritual realm, into another realm of reality and not necessarily the extraterrestrial? Looked very similar probably to the extraterrestrial, to the things like Enoch being taken up, uh, to the chariot of fire uh, that's talked about, Ezekiel's wheel inside the wheel, all of that stuff. All of those things look like the light beams, very, very bright lights, very bright energy and wavelengths that we can't even attain today. Um, but uh, Ashley asks, are you Christ-like? Um, not in my flesh, but in my spirit, absolutely. Um, in fact, we all are in our spirit, um, if we choose to be, if we choose to, uh, resonate with that frequency of that Christ consciousness. So that doesn't mean that I've always made Christ-like decisions or that I wake up Christ-like or, uh, anything like that. Uh, so when I talk about being Christ, I'm not talking about your flesh, your flesh is part of the matrix. It's a flesh matrix. Why, why do you think there were all these animal sacrifices and stuff to the flesh gods the gods by all intents and purposes because they could wipe us out immediately still can by the way in my opinion but the true god that christ came to talk about is in spirit and that's what i believe uh let's see uh what do you mean when you said you were raptured in 2020 great great uh, Question. So, as I'm looking here at this verse, you know, talking about two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, and the other will be left. Again, we think taken like you know, pulled out of time and space. But the word here is para lambanta, para uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and it says uh, to receive near, to associate with oneself, to assume an office, or to learn. So no part of that does that mean a physical taking. And I think that we associate that with a physical taking because then we get to this analogy of a thief coming and to keep watch and not let the house be broken into. He says, you must be ready because the Son of Man will come in an hour when you do not expect him. And then we think, well, he's going to be taking people like the thief well why would he associate himself with a thief you know i don't understand that unless he's thieving from the enemy unless he's thieving from the enemy or the deceiver and then it goes on and says who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give their food at the proper time it will be good for the servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns truly i tell you he will put him in charge of all his possessions but suppose the servant is wicked and says to himself my master is staying away a long time and then he begins to beat his fellow servants and eat and drink with drunkards the master and the servant. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and an hour when he is not aware of. What's the more perfect thing? Like 2020, I finally turned my back on all of the BS that I was trying to build. You know, trying to build you know my little empire on this earth, whatever you want to call it, serving myself. And I finally said I want truth and I don't care how weird it is. I want to step into my life's work. I'll give all of this up, but I am done with all of this. And in 2020, we had what is called the Great Awakening. Why did we have the Great Awakening? Because we had a pattern interrupt. A pattern interrupt is a marketing theory where uh, if somebody's scrolling along on TikTok or something, and you see everybody... You know, using the same hooks, but then somebody does something out of the norm, you're going to stop and pay attention to it, and then you'll get sucked into that timeline or that profile. And so that pattern interrupt idea is really, I think, part of what happened to consciousness in 2020. Now, there's a lot of theories on what really happened with all that. But 2020, we had the big shutdown. And again, this is not a conspiracy. This I'm just telling you what happened. We had the big shutdown, um, all the stuff going on. And, um, during that it caused me to go, this is a pretty shakeable thing I'm building because I started to lose clients left and right. And I was like, this is all sand. It just slips through your hands so easy. And I'm like, father, I'm ready to build something that is not shakeable. Something that is built on you and i'm not talking about a a you know christian business or anything like that i'm talking about like my life's work i'm ready lord and uh that was that was when i woke up and in in a in a flash of lightning it was like i changed completely i changed completely i stopped living in my flesh i started living in spirit i started praying um in a ways that i never had before I just started to see things differently. It was like I woke up in a different reality. It's like I was taken. It's like I started to associate myself with him. It's like I started to learn. It's like everything that this verse just said happened to me. And then you've got a lot of people in the religious bent That are talking about like, you know, this is all going to be happening. We're going to see it. It hasn't happened yet. But what did he just say here? Like, he will come in an hour when you least expect. Talks about as a thief coming in the night. Again, why would he be a thief if not to steal us back to God? And not even steal us, but actually, you know, the rightful property of. So. No, I'm not saying Jesus is part alien. You might want to go back and listen to this. Uh, and I hope, I don't know. Um, oh, it's probably because of that, if you just jumped in. No, I'm talking about, I think this is going to happen. I think there's going to be a physical rapture. Uh, because when you get to the wheat and the tares, and I, I'll I'll get into that more this afternoon, but you get into the wheat and the tares, and there's a, a whole storyline of the wheat and the tares and it's talking about that he will send forth his angels to take the tares take the weeds take the the shaft away and he'll leave the wheat like it's a really really interesting thing and and then uh he talks about that it'll both be harvested at the same time and so there's all these different analogies and like I said, I found one, and I don't remember if it's in the actual wheat and tares or another one, but he does talk about sending the angels out, and he leaves the elect, the true followers, and he takes those that are not the true followers. So what might be happening here? I mean, I think one—here's one really interesting clue. If the, the timeline that we're living continues to just perpetuate— Look at Mars. Mars basically looks like Earth, but like we left it. Maybe like that creation was wrapped up, people were taken, spirits were raptured, and then they were replanted somewhere. Maybe the original creation was on Mars. Maybe it's been moved to Earth. That's just a whole nother rabbit hole to go down but i wanted to bring that stuff up this morning to go ahead and plant a seed because this afternoon i want to get a lot more into it and i'm going to look at like the wheat and the tares we're going to look at more of the rapture imagery and and try to figure out is it ufo are we physically going somewhere here or is it our consciousness ascending Our consciousness ascending, and we don't have to go and live again somewhere. We don't have to go reincarnate somewhere. We don't have to be taken physically, but rather we're already associated with him. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for being here. I'm going to run. I've got somebody coming to work on my refrigerator. So they just called, and I'm betting that they are. Uh, going to be here very soon and ringing the doorbell and getting the dogs all upset. So, But if you do like my imagery in the background, check out my t-shirt line. It's over at cubcooker.me. Uh, this is the angel of the Lord leading the Israelites through the desert, if that happened today, and they had access to a modern camping store. Um, and you know This is the pillar of fire by night, pillar of smoke by day really cool imagery guys i make some artwork that that has some deeper meanings and uh i think it's really beautiful and uh if you're if you're like me and you have kind of a weird faith and you want a conversation piece just go check out all of my merch over there i don't just make it just to hawk stuff off on people uh that's not the type of creator i am i make stuff with deeper meaning um i work really hard to get the artwork just right to make sure it fits and tells a story on these pieces uh, I share the story behind each piece in the description of them. Uh, we have shirts. We have a couple of notebooks. We've got uh, phone cases now. Starting to kind of put this art on a lot of different things. And we've got some other cool versions of this art coming as well. So, uh, But go check it out. Anything you like. Uh, you can get free shipping if you use the code, all caps, S-H-I-P-F-R-E-E, ship free. Go check that out, and you can get free shipping on your entire order. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. I'm going to go hopefully get my refrigerator fixed, and then uh, I'll be back this afternoon, 3 o'clock Central Standard Time. We live stream right here. These are all reposted over on my website, cubcooker.me. You can click on any of the socials or the podcast link, and it'll take you to the content that gets posted every day from this live stream. So I love you guys. Have a beautiful afternoon. Peace.